with all my friends. Come along with me. See how the story ends. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Professional Hippies. Hey, we're your goat. Goat. We're your goats. We're your goats. We're, we're the your goats. Host, Colton and Dylan. We're your, we're the ghostest with the mostest. Um, hey, this is a professional hippie show. We like to bridge the gap between professionals and the hippies, whatever that means to you. Uh, we like to meet you in the middle, somewhere between crystal balls and uh, coconuts in Mexico. All right, Dylan. That's right. Yeah. One day we'll be the goats of podcasts, maybe, or maybe just the goats in the hippie space. I was looking at the top sure. 100 the other day, and I was like, actually, around the 100 mark, I, I feel pretty good about working our way into there. You know, the production quality of some of the other ones, I'm like, I see how dialed in you guys are. But top 100, I'm like, mm, we can work yeah, into they that. All, they all started somewhere, right? They all started sure. shitty quality, unless they were just rich and bought something right away. Which, by the way, hey, we're not at shitty quality more. If you want to watch this episode, better yet, give us a rating or a view. Head on over to Spotify. I think that's where a lot of you guys watch and listen yeah. to us anyway. But if you are into some OG stuff, just go all the way back to Belly Drums. You'll find mm. some good stuff back there. It's like BDSM. No, what's it called? ASMR. I get, I'll get all the acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> I saw... What's the YouTuber guy that uh, always like puts himself through pain? He's Jack, but he always does. He, he got him. He saw himself with like a thousand paintballs once, or something, right? Mm. And he was he, cre- he did a video the other day of pain ASMR. So they were just shooting him in the side with a pellet gun. <laughs> He's like, "Oh God damn it, that fucking hurts." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's perfect because that's what the internet's for. Like, yeah. that's what you want from a good internet experience. And sometimes I hop on YouTube and I get so disappointed. Like, at lunch, I love to eat and just watch some YouTube videos. And then you got, like, a finite window, 15 minutes, and then YouTube lets you down. And you're like, <laughs> hey, man, if I'm doing something important, you'll serve me up the juiciest, nonsensical video ever. And then when you need it, a lot of times it's like... 12 o'clock, nobody's posting anything good at 12, man. You gotta I wonder what the ramp-up time is for you to, like, find something good, right? Like, you're going through it, just to get locked in that video. When the algorithm starts figuring it out, you're like, all right, we got 20 minutes to figure out his algorithm before for the day. Like, what is he? Is he in a bad mood? Is he in a panic mood? What good kind of mood? data that is, like, the algorithm reading, you mean? Yeah, because, like, depending on your mood is going to depend on what you're looking for. At that mm. moment, right? So, like, it kind of already knows from prior videos, but it's like, okay, what is he looking for right now before it loses your interest? I tell you what, TikTok, I, I think about this pretty often when I'm seeing the videos that are coming up in my feed, what kind of mood or day I'm having, like, what kind of interest I'm in at the moment. Because it, it'll just find, Reels does an okay job of this, but TikTok does an amazing job. It just finds your hook. And it's like, here's the rabbit hole you want to hit today. It's baking shit. Cool. Lawnmower dude that goes around and does people's lawns for free. Sure. Yeah. I wonder if you went to TikTok, what you, what group of people you'd be siloed in. Like, yeah, everyone has their own algorithm, but I'm sure you're also like, the algorithm also silos you into like this other pool of people. So it pushes out the video. That How does it label video. that silo though? Exactly. You think it says white ginger man or like. Exactly. Or lawnmower watching video for free weirdo, you know? Mm. Well, lately it's been a fair amount of Ukrainian violence watching dudes get mowed down. That's been popping up a lot on feeds, even like in uh, reels. I've been noticing that more. Yeah. It just seems like it's opening up more. I mean, some of those videos are intense. You're talking like. 10 yards and under that these guys are popping up with the GoPros on their helmet and engaging. You're, you're seeing guys jump into trenches and like I saw a video of a grenade come over like the, the guy watches the grenade go over his foxhole and gets down and it blows up behind them and he gets up and fucking guns the guy down. You're like, Oh, it feels like you're watching a video game. And then you, you realize like you, 
it's pretty frequently I have the thought. I'm like, I'm just chilling in my bed, eating some chocolate, watching this dude fight for his life. He's probably like a 19-year-old kid, too. Wants nothing to do with it. But it's like, fuck these guys coming over here. They're bad. I'm good. Let's kill them. I mean, I always wonder that when I see people having a panic attack about something super easy or about something somebody said, and then they, like, shit on our country, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, Do you, I'll buy you a ticket. Uh, one way. <laughs> one I'll way. send you. Where do you want? I know a place you can go to right now. It's going to give you everything you're looking for. Everything that you've I been I mean, honestly, though, like, I, I, what country would would you say is, like, the model country? What country do you look at and go, like, they got it. They got it figured out. But when you look at it, when a, a country that has it figured out, you, everyone always says probably like the smaller ones, right? Like Switzerland, Finland, Netherlands, stuff like that, right? But they're such mm-hmm. small countries. Like if Florida and Georgia, like a state. Beca- if Florida and Georgia became its own country, we could probably run it better than the rest of the United States because we're such a smaller, much smaller group that we can work together a lot better. But Know, the people on the East Coast don't give a shit about the people in the middle, and the people in the middle don't give a shit about the people on the West Coast, mm. right? But everyone wants the same thing, right? Somewhat, yeah. I mean, imagine being the president back in the day when, I mean, the Civil War. You get you get how that went down, right? But I'm surprised there hasn't been really more because America is so big. And so oh, resource rich in different areas, like for different things. I'm kind of surprised more stuff like that hasn't happened. I'm surprised we didn't come closer to more civil wars because every governor at a certain point, when they're on a, one side of the fence and the president's on the other side, the president can't really do shit. I mean, he can. He can, he can exercise a lot of leverage through you know certain means. But at the end of the day, the governor can just tell the president, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because states have their also their own individual rights. Mm-hmm. As well, that's why we have weed legal in some states and others not. But then you got the federal program, the DEA, that can just roll in and wreck dispensaries, cultivations, manufacturing facilities. Could still federally illegal. I wonder if they would do like what would happen. For example, right, you start going if people went into Florida and Georgia and started trying to take guns, right? They'd be like, "No, nah, fuck you." I'm gonna, Tyranny, I right? Do, I'm gonna, I do wonder what would happen. It would, they would fight. People would fight back. Yeah. Well, I wonder with how many dispensaries there are now, and they do have the right in those states, if they start going in there tearing up those dispensaries, like, would we see would a little happen? bit of ty- would we see a little bit of tyranny come out of uh, some uh, <laughs> a little bit of tear gas tyranny? A little tear gas tyranny coming out there <laughs> of those dispensaries. I wonder. Maybe. Fascinating I mean, little thing to see. Like, oh, that's you don't like it when they come take away? Yeah, I mean, Australia had a big uh, shooting. I think it was a school shooting, massacre kind of thing go down. And that was the last straw for whatever party was in power and said, um, yeah, we got to scoop up the guns. And they did. They scooped them up. Well, they made it. I think there was a thing for a bit where you could turn your gun in and they give you like 25 bucks for each gun that you turned in voluntarily. So this guy just started making guns at home <laughs> and turning them in and turning them in. Like he put a wood block with a pipe and like a little trigger, just like the basic form of a gun. And he just kept turning them in like stacks of them. And they kept having to give him $25. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> Like, imagine how, like, someone eventually would just be like, here's how to make one. Boom. Home Depot's just raided all of a sudden. A guy did that with the 3D printing machine as well, where he was doing the same thing as some incentive program, and they shut it down pretty quickly. They're like, all right, I don't know. We got to figure out some loopholes here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you could just say, like, at discretion, I guess, you know, like, you don't, I don't know. If, If it's a real gun, what officers can they go? No, we're not going to take that. Mm-hmm. But the dude with the, I mean, I guess, sure, there's a market for woodblock pipe with a simple trigger, but mm-hmm. no one's probably going to trust it to f- actually fire it. 
You know, I don't think that's the gun you got to worry about on the street, is it? <laughs> Not now. <laughs> you know, that's like. But it, but it shoots. It does it. It'll take somebody out. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm with you. I mean, I've often wondered like what it would take for America to come up with some kind of gun collection program, or what it was. What's it going to take for us to do something meaningful to solve the problem of all the school shootings? I don't know, but it's going in the other direction where their start. Last states are starting to make constitution legal. Constitution illegal. No, constitution legal. I think is what it's called. Uh, like Florida is going in effect July 1st, I think, where you don't have to have a permit anymore. How do you feel about that? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's already uh, – now, a lot of people are worried about it. It's A lot of people think it's just going to be easier for people to get a gun. They're not realizing there's still the steps to get a gun. You still have to go through background checks. You still have to go through, uh, through all the steps to get one. Mm-hmm. But you can just carry it around. But that's in the Constitution, right? So, I mean, like, when a lot of people on the other side that talk about free rights and freedom of speech and and women's rights and it's in the laws and things like that, like, you can't argue against it then when this is becoming legal because it's also part of the Constitution and your right to have it. Yeah, I mean, so constitutionally legal means... Instead of the right to bear carry. arms. Right to you, bear arms. You, you can just, just have, have it you on have you the, as a concealed You have carry. the right to bear it wherever you'd like to go. Gotcha. Now, that doesn't mean you have the right to purchase one. Like, there are people that they have laws in place where they say, like, I think if you're a felon, you can't buy one. If you have uh, certain things, like, I think, it, I even think it goes down if you haven't paid, like, parking permits and it picks it up, like, they won't let you buy one. Parking yeah, I, th- I think that's a. I think it's the thing. Like, if you have accumulated amount of parking permits because the government runs a check, they'll be like, "Oh no, this they have to do this." Like a lien. Yeah, it's like a lien on you. Like, no, you if you're not responsible enough to pay these, then you can't get a gun. That's funny. Imagine having so many parking tickets, you can't buy a gun. <laughs> you're like. Why don't you go shooting up the DMV? <laughs> Why don't you come on in and pay those off? And you go get one of those. Ain't your constitutional right, son. And it's like, yeah, I've, I've talked with some people that are heavily against it. And I go, well, do you like the right to talk about anything you want? Freedom of speech? And I'm like, yeah. Then I'm like, then some people like to be able to carry the gun where they want without having to record it everywhere they go. Yeah, um. I'm one of those people. I mean, I totally get why people want to register weapons and, you know, the logic behind that. And I, I it's also still, you still register. The weapons are still registered. It's the if you fact buy a that gun from another person, you don't have to register that bill of sale. Technically, but then if I still go and shoot that gun and kill somebody, that gun is still registered to the person that bought the gun if they didn't transfer the registration over to the person that they sold it to. Yeah, it's still registered to somebody. Well, what unless you, you scratch, unless you scratch the, it's still registered to somebody. But off. you you just do a bill of sale and you hold on to that with their signature. Mm-hmm. Right? It just so says you, that I just says I can't don't need a license if I get pulled over and the cops are like, "Do you have any guns in your car?" And you're like, "Yeah, I got a pistol. You have a permit." That question now goes out the door. Mm. Cool, you got a gun in the car. Which is yeah. funny. Which is interesting. I feel like a lot, especially with a lot of people not liking cops because they feel like they're going to get shot or they're going to get injured, you would think a lot more people would be okay then with not having to have the permit because they can be like, no, officer, I do have a gun. Now they don't have to worry about, do you have a permit? Do you have all these other things that the cop can come against? The cop just has to be like, okay, I need to be more careful with this person (laughs) now. Isn't it funny that when it comes to topics like that, like guns, that we can be like, totally doesn't matter. God fucking forbid when it comes to, say, abortion or weed that we're allowed to do whatever we want. I mean, between yeah. the between the two, it's like, hey, okay, I get it. Like, there's an argument for Christians wanting to say you're killing babies. I understand their argument. I do not understand the argument 
that I can get a gun as long as I'm following the law, go to a bar and get shit faced. Now, lawfully, I'm not supposed to have that gun, right? But I have the option as an adult, if I want to, right now, right now, I can drive my ass <laughs> to a bar and get piss face drunk and drive home shooting my pistol out the fucking window if I wanted to. Now, you're in pretty big trouble if you do that. But yeah. Pretty big trouble. Because I'm an adult, I realize. Hey, I probably shouldn't do that. Just like I'm not going to go under my sink, pop off the top off the bleach and guzzle it. I just understand that's a bad idea. <laughs> so why I can't I go to the store and buy a fucking joint? Yeah, that's a plant. Why can't I just grow it in my backyard without why any can't problems? I just grow it in my backyard. Yeah. Why can't a woman go and just get that procedure done? You know, you know, just call it an internal step toe. Yeah. Kind of hurt a little bit, you know, yeah. everyone's going to be fine at the end of the day. No one, no one's going to notice. Yeah. It's not like people are waking up every day going, where are the missing babies? <laughs> you know, there were a lot of people in my room at one point. <laughs> Where'd they go? I can, I can feel this energy. The energy is just. Shifted. The baby ghosts. Yeah, that little bit of a of little bit of a pastor voice there on on the flight back from Jersey the other week. <laughs> I watched this uh, pastor movie. I don't know. Was, I it, so pastor movie based on real true events. Whatever this pastor wanna, in Atlanta. Did you want to fall asleep? I did fall asleep when I woke up, but it was <laughs> it was about one of the super mega churches, the mega churches, and this. Uh, pastor and his wife that were like mm -hmm. fucking loaded to the gills from taking so much money from their congregation mm -hmm. and then you know some drama goes down and whatever but i think i know that guy's still around i think isn't he i think i know you're talking about <laughs> yeah He's still it, it's the tv evangelist yeah, yeah yeah so this is one of them and you know it's crazy because he was his whole congregation turned against him because i guess he was uh his scheme, instead of saying, buy my books, buy my programs, buy my journals, whatever, he was doing that. Like, they all do that. You know, some of them sell holy water. Some of them say they're selling prayers, whatever. Selling prayers. He pushed a little too hard on prayer. the, if you do what I do, you'll have what I have button. And so people were giving, like, all their money to the church instead of, like, just tithing. They were, like, giving them money they didn't have. So then they mm -hmm. get their cars repoed and evicted and they're like you said god would deliver and he's like well delivered that brand new here? cadillac in my driveway you see that shit gold plated son don't touch it there you go yeah you gave me the money but did you have the thought did you enjoy oh, doing it man. did you enjoy giving me the money because if you didn't enjoy giving me the money then you didn't enjoy helping the lord and savior see what god wanted for you <laughs> son listen to me now i'm telling you he wants you to hear this what God wanted for you was to enjoy the gift of giving. And now you can't receive. You're not even open to receive. I can feel it right now. Let me pray for you. This is called a test. The Lord is testing you right now, and you're not embracing it. You're letting the devil take it over and letting him win, okay? Son, have you heard of mustard? <laughs> when you look at me. What I see in you, I see mustard. You want me? Do <laughs> you want me your, to tell you why I see your mustard? Spirit, your spirit is as vinegar as your fucking. Now you're getting sour on me, son. But I, what I'm trying to tell you, you need to have the faith of a mustard seed. You know how much faith a mustard seed has? I'm not quite sure I even know what a fucking mustard seed <laughs> is. But when I look at you, I see nothing but mustard. <laughs> You know who made the mustard seed? God. Okay. You know who made all that mustard stuff? Jesus. I was I was <laughs> talking with a buddy yesterday about he's in Austin. He's been getting more enlightened by all the the people being, you know, being more spiritual, internal, right? Like meditate, awaken. No, oh, it's external here too. 
a lot of mushrooms, you know, yes. I'm sure all these other things. And he's like, man, seems like the people that are doing that are way more enlightened and closer to a higher power than the churches are. And he goes to church too as well. And he's like, you seem to see the creativity of those types of people be a lot higher than the creativity of those in like a church, right? Singing the God, singing the same, like the think of like a church band. They're singing the same worship songs, tune. worship tunes every yeah. weekend, right? And it made me like think, <coughs> like what I think the equivalent of worshiping at a church is like. Mm-hmm. To me, worshiping at a church and doing the songs to praise God and talk about God is like the equivalent of the bad acting in a porno before fucking. Mm. Just, let's, let's, let's just, let's just, let's just talk. Let's, everyone's so bland saying the same thing over, like take what you're singing and then replace God with like maybe the image of Jenna Jameson or Johnny Sins. It's, so it's, is this the money shot where they're like hands in the face and they're getting a they're getting a load before before you like or? think of the bad acting uh-huh. beforehand uh-huh. it's like bad singing same repetitive shit every time before you go and pray to God and I guess well, the I think you're coming God. at it from so I can appreciate where you're coming from, but you're also you're also so coming boring from, but that's the angle of like you just might not enjoy that type of porn you know. Everyone has their own flavor. Some people, oh, yeah. like, some people is. really enjoy the high production value of porn. You know, like where yeah. it's like they know it's fake, right? Like they're obviously two actors going at it, and like yeah. they're faking that they're really into it. And then some people look at that and they're like, "Wow, I love enjoying this fantasy." I th- yeah, but there's I think that's very far and few between, probably on that. And I people think enjoy porn. No, what I'm going at is like the creativity, like you were saying, the creativity in the church has been diminishing. So that's why the church is getting a harder time getting people, right, to come to church. It's just why go do that, right? The, I guess it depends boring. what echo chamber you're in, right? Obviously, the people at church enjoy it. The, the ones are probably retaining pretty well are the young people churches that are doing like hard rock bands or you get like rap rappers and all these other different creativity, right? Yeah, I mean, whereas you go to you go to like a Catholic, <laughs> go to a Catholic church, it's up down, up down. Do my rosary, praise God, say the same four words. You know, it's just oh, it, that, that's just the mindset that where my mind went with it was like, oh, this is all like before I get a nice juicy fuck by God, we're gonna do all the bad acting before. <laughs> Yeah, well, all that bad acting. Okay. So I will say this: all the bad acting. I love getting fucked by God. I love the bad acting. I'm a big yeah. fan of the worship service. The I see what you're saying. Like that maybe that's just that's that's what they are. Yeah, you know, because uh, I mean, I think there's a stronger argument there for the Catholicism routine. That yeah, feels sure. few and far between the. It's, Jeremy the, Rising. Definitely the fire, the fire and brimstone, for sure. Yeah. Like, but all this New Age stuff, like, sure. um, uh, what are, Lecrae is a rapper that's Christian, um, Casting Crowns. Um, Family Force 5? Hell yeah. That shit came out. <laughs> I remember that. Get me about that. flashback. I haven't thought of that man <laughs> ever. I remember I went to a Toby Mac concert back in the day, and... How Family old Force must these bands be now? They gotta Family be Family Force Five open for Toby Mac. I want to get re- get Toby Mac off the stage. Just bring Family Force back out here because that yeah. was epic. You know, I That's actually I think I had a very similar thing. Family Force Five <laughs> played at a show with Cutlass, and <laughs> I was such a big fan of these guys. Oh my god, I worshipped the ground they walked on. I thought it was so cool. But it, I mean, also think like the money that an artist like Lecrae has to be making as like one of the few, if any, that I'm aware of really good Christian rappers. I mean, he almost like transcends, you know, Christian to regular rap or whatever, however you choose to find <laughs> that. But, um, sounds like a switch foot. Exactly. Like if you're making bomb ass money, because that community 
rolls so deep and so tight, right? Like they're going to support whatever is in their ecosystem. Wasn't it Switchfoot? There was another band. um, No, I'm not going to put that on Switchfoot, but it might be. There was definitely a band where one of the members came out and said, you just couldn't take it anymore. He's like, yeah, we've just been doing this for the money. I thought it was Switchfoot. It it might be. I just don't want to say for certain if I'm not certain, but... That's how you break into the scene. They're making (laughs) fucking a killing. And God forbid one day you decide, I want to challenge my belief system. (laughs) You know, maybe maybe what I'm thinking is what's what isn't quite so. Yeah. And you've built up this whole world around you, especially a money-making. Ah, that's tough. I never understood why you got hated when you wanted to challenge it, right? It's all. It was like they would get mad at you if you wanted to challenge. Like, well, I want to question this a little bit. Like, you I'm learning some interesting things. Yeah. And then they get mad at you and say, like, the devil's getting to you. And it's like you're almost like, like an alcoholic or or somebody that's like, oh, I can quit tomorrow. And then if you try, like, when they force you to quit, you start complaining and bitching about it. And it's like, oh no, it's an, like, it's an identity piece, right? Yeah. Like I'm th- as you're saying that, I'm trying to think. I'm like, what? It, wh- what would if someone brought up to me at this present moment, what would really challenge me and and kind of piss me off a bit, right? Um, I don't know. It's, it's it, that's a tough one because I remember that feeling when my pastor challenged me and came to school, and was like, I "Heard you've been smoking the ganj." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You also haven't been at church." I was like, "Yeah," because I've seen him. I've been a lot closer to him lately than <laughs> I was in this brick building. <laughs> I just wanted to ask a couple tough questions. No one could give me a good answer to. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll go try it. And I did. I went from that church to another church, and that church had the porno uh, worship service, however we want to call that. Our God is an awesome God. We reign. Lord, forgive us. If you're out there, forgive <laughs> us. We don't mean it. We kind of do, but um, bro, he's like, so I'll give you the beer the next time you take some mushrooms. Get on up here. Going to that church made a difference. I was like, wow, this is definitely a service that I find much more appealing. And make no mistake, there's so much wisdom in the Bible. There's so many parables that are awesome. But it's so (laughs) man-touched. It's so Man, you got to win with words, don't you? It's so manipulated. Like, the talking there. You go back to man-touched, and you don't ever try not say man-touched again. Man-touched, for sure. Like, it talks about how, like, women are evil if they did something like super yeah, minor. There's so much shit in there that contradicts itself and Back just and holes forth. that people go, no, it's, you know, filling the gaps with faith. It's was, also astounding. I, I always want to raise my, go to one of those churches and they, you know, Ask they questions. always, they all like in the middle of the congregation, right? They always say the same stories. It's always the same ones. It's never the in between. Right. Like just raise your hand. <laughs> Like an awkward moment. Son, what uh can I help you? Yeah, uh we talked about this. What you what you're talking about, we've talked about like five times, right? Well can we go back let's go to the Genesis, right? Let's go back to that. Uh David, he slept with another woman, and then that woman God punished and sent the kid that she had with her out into the desert to die. And then didn't punish David. And Seth Genesis? kept him here. I think it was like early in the. I don't. It could, I don't know if it's David. It's definitely okay. like way early on, yeah. in one of those. And then be like, can we can we talk about that? What's going on here? Mm. Like, start bringing that stuff up in the middle. Like, hey, can we get, can we stop the praising and the worshiping? Like, can we? We're in church, right? This is what we should talk about. Can we talk about there? this? There's plenty of that going <laughs> on. There's plenty of. And then he's like, weaving. yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about. it. I'm going to finish my sermon today. You can come visit me afterwards. No, no, no. I'm not, you're not my teacher. Dylan, I don't, <laughs> not, I don't think you can understand how much they'd also get off on that. Oh, they, they would. I don't think they would realize how much I would get off on coming you back should, on that. You should do it. You should do it. I think that would give your heart uh, some purpose. 
Dude, I could start a whole YouTube channel just going into conversations, just questioning. If you could live through the awkward tension of that. I guarantee you there's an online community Man, you, waiting for you. You got to go in prepared, though. Like, you can't just go in like. But what are you going to. You can't fight them with theology. You can't poke holes in the theology because there's typically something they can point back to. You got to bring it back <clears> more into a science perspective. It's not. It's not even a science perspective. I think you have to approach it as like, "Hey, why don't you ever talk about this?" And everyone else needs to hear what's being talked about, like, and, and be like, and then he's stumbling because maybe he's talked about these other stories so many times that he doesn't really talk to these points in between. So when he starts getting questioned on it, or her. I'm with you. I mean, but that's, that's what makes great pastors great is story weaving. Yeah, there, there's a lot of similar sure. themes, but what they get really good at over time is having reference points, pillars to point that's back true. to, like yeah. objection handling, right? Yeah. They're, well, here it says, and it's backed up by, and if you look at this, that means this, and Think about it. So people dedicate their whole lives whole to studying life. theology, to studying yeah. the history of the Bible, where events happen, and and that's the part that like kind of befuddles me because the people that study the Bible in that like I'm getting a PhD kind of manner are very bright people, very intelligent people, but like then you're just totally gonna fucking leave out the books that someone decided, a council of people decided not to put in there. Like, so why are we not talking about these? Why, where are those at, man? Like, is that God's way? Just like just King James comes along and his fucking word. And, and they never uh, say too, as well, when you go to these churches, they always proclaim it as like the Bible. Like at some point, God just handed them this Bible. Never talking about like all these different scrolls were found in like, caves across the world and someone decided to piece them together to make well i mean one of the stories i remember from church was about how uh a town got bombed in world war one or one world war two and um a little village and as part of the propaganda that um world or uh allied fighters were dropping bibles something you know, I'm convoluting the story a bit, but there was like half of a Bible was found in the village from one of the people that got blown up or one of the fighters or whatever that was trying to drop pop propaganda. And they were like isolated for like 20 years or something. And that is what this man preached on the pastor, however many years it was, and converted all these souls. And they didn't even know that there was like an Old Testament or a New Testament whatever and they're like praise god you know that's the word you don't need word i'm like they've fucking had an incomplete lord of the rings book get dropped <laughs> and they, they're like this is the tits <laughs> i just think about how confused i was then for that to stick with me Imagine 18 go, years later, going to one of those tribes that are still like undiscovered and just dropping a Lord of the Rings book in the middle. <laughs> just come back five years later, see where that's in, gone. in their language, in their like in their language, too. That's the thing. Right. But you just have like a light, a balloon with a light on it. It just kind of hovers, drops it and it keeps going away. Oh, man, dude. So that tribe that lives on the island that shot homeboy full of arrows that was going yeah. over there to uh evangelize what a bummer now we got drones yeah for sure somebody needs to get on a boat and take a drone out there and no not for sure right okay so the humanitarian I mean, leave him alone okay but the sadistic part of me is no so you want to go fucking get yourself a boat a couple of drones because you know they're going to be quick with the arrows see what they're up to no one else knows. They've only done like helicopter kind of like crash in. See, hey, would you guys click, click? All right, we're out. I'm sorry for fucking with you. Imagine, imagine though, with like they, the guy that goes over there, right? With the, he doesn't show up. He tries to break the Lord and they just shoot him up with the arrows, right? Well, you come there and then they try to shoot the arrows. And you just have an AK. You just pop, just pop one of them. 
Got your y'all attention sure now, wanna, guys. Y'all sure you wanna how those arrows gonna do? All right, I'm in control now. Look at me. On the Genesis one one in the beginning. Let's start from there. <laughs> Let there be light, and you pull a pin on a flashbang. <laughs> Throw it out in the water. Keep reading. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, so bad. <laughs> I, all right, so I'll say this. I think it's really important for people to have hope. And I in no way, shape, or form give a fuck about what religion someone practices as long as it doesn't interfere with my ability to live my life unabated by the constructs that those religions prophetize. As long as nobody's killing somebody over somebody else because of a religion, do your thing. Doesn't matter. If it gives you hope and happiness and peace and joy, finality, awesome. Just don't come over shitting on my life because of what you want to believe. I don't push my agenda down. I'm not cramming mushrooms down people's throats and telling you won't believe there's a whole world that exists, right? It's like a room right next door you didn't even know existed. Look and just cram them full of LSD until they believe. <laughs> I don't do that. They believe that cricket made them. It's <laughs> <laughs> really like if your God starts becoming a little too wary, your God starts becoming a little too aggressive. Maybe back off a little bit, you know. Maybe and isn't that maybe. funny? The, the, I've told this on the podcast before, but it's probably one of the trippiest facts that I've learned from traveling when I was in Rome that the position of Pope was created by Constantine. And that was because the Roman Empire was getting divided in two. It was losing power. They're going down the shithole. Christianity gets bigger than his reach, his influence. So he goes, in the same lifetime, you were killed if you were a Christian and you were killed if you weren't because he made a lateral move of power to the Pope, put in two emperors, mm-hmm. split the kingdom in two. We all know what happens after that and the downfall, but that was just a thing that dude made up. Why is it that, you know how someone that's smoking a ton of weed, right? They start building a uh, tolerance and you have like a tolerance break. Mm-hmm. Why can't religions have a little bit of a tolerance break? You know? There was a professor that um, did that. He did a faith break. Faith break. Yeah. At a at a Christian college, he was a professor. Some drugs. And <laughs> he lost everything. I think he ended up getting divorced, lost his job. Oh man. <laughs> And it was because of the resistance that he experienced from his community. He was like, guys, I just want to, like, question. And oh, it wasn't he like, just went nuts. It was just no, what we were talking about made earlier. Him, made him feel nutty because he just wanted to question his belief system. Lost his fucking job. I think he lost his wife. I mean, fact check all this, right? And I'll, uh, I'll send this to you if I can find it. But it was, like, fucking wild. I watched an interview with this guy. He was like, yeah, like, literally all of my friends, all of my family – Everyone ostracized him. And I think it, I read about this on Reddit because the the Satan group, I forget what they're called, reached out and was like, hey, you, we know this is super awkward because you're a Christian. Just And they had to explain what the whole Satan group's about. They're like, we don't really worship Satan. We just use this as an iconic image. Like, we get what you're going through. They stepped up and raised a fucking ton of money for him to replace his job. Heartwarming story, anyway. So, like, uh, yeah. But then, when you talk about like all the, think about that though. They, they, what you, he was taught all of his life, how you should be treated. He goes and and takes his faith break, and then the way he was taught all of his life, you should be treated. These Satanists start treating him like that, and you're like, well, wait a minute. Makes you what question things, right? Like, I mean, you see this with all kinds of different groups, Mormons. Jehovah's Witness, Scientologist, uh, I mean, go down whatever sect of Christianity you want. Or um, what are the what are the folks that live out? I don't know why I'm blanking. That live out way out in the country. They don't have 
electricity or for the most part they don't oh, have the pilgrim looking motherfuckers yeah don't uh, they have a faith break they they call it something for the young maybe that why am i blanking on it they have the horse and buggies all the time i don't know why i'm oh this is gonna kill me i don't know why but everyone else is listening is like you i know <laughs> i know they're thinking of it right now aren't they but they have like a little bit of a faith Can't break. Use power tools, no electronics. Yeah, they go oh. out into the world and have a faith break. No, they Why don't have a faith breaking? break. Don't the youngins do? Once they turn sixteen or eighteen, they go out. They sent like the young people go out and they go go experience the world for like a month. And then oh, they back. get to make a decision if they want to stay or leave. Correct. Yeah, right. Th- that's like a faith break. Like everything that they're taught and everything. Like, all right, you go make a decision if you want to stay here or not. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's Amish. Healthy. The Amish. There we go. I got it. Yeah, you got it right. I was reaching for that phone. I couldn't handle <laughs> that. I could not handle that itch anymore. I had to scratch that. <laughs> Thank God we figured that out. <laughs> that was going to eat me alive. The episode's called We're Amish for a Reason. <laughs> Amish break? <laughs> Amish break. Yeah, they make some good Ezekiel bread, though. Yeah, I mean, we all just want community at the end of the day. That, that's it. We just want to feel like we belong to something. And when someone makes you feel like you're something might not be right, it's easy to be part of a group because groups typically have extremists, just like politics. Some person mm-hmm. way on the left, some person way on the right, and they like to scream, and it's just easier for everyone else to go, yeah, sure, I agree with that. Why not? It's just statistical probability, I suppose. You get 100 people in a room, one of those people is fucking bonkers about what they believe. I wonder what happens. That would be an interesting test to watch. You put 100 people in the room, don't give them any instructions to hmm. see who starts, like, How long do you leave them in the room? Mm, good question. Like, you just put... Like you just put food and water in there and be like, you got 30 days. You got to live in this room together. That's a long but time. They don't, but they don't know why. But they don't know why. They're just, they know they've they all been bathrooms? put there. They got bathrooms. They do they have bathrooms. bathrooms. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep it. They okay. got clean. clean. They, got, they got a bed. They got, right. they got their necessities, right? right. But they don't have, a, you don't give them a purpose. You just put them in a room. It's kind of like being born, right? You're being born. There you are in the world. What's your purpose? I don't know. Mm. Figure it out. How quickly do like people start? Being like, all right, let's play games. Who's the leader on that? Let's play Foursquare. Or like, let's create something out of this pillow Sounds like game. a Mr. Beast episode. Yeah, it does sound like a Mr. Beast episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That I mean, large groups of people are weird. They always say, like, w- with a high amount of confidence, you cannot predict what an individual would do. I've seen we've seen that at festivals constantly. With a high amount of confidence, you can reliably predict what a group of people will do. Mm-hmm. So there's something about when somebody's on their own, they get squirrely. You put a bunch of people together, they herd up, and you know what's coming. You know, <laughs> like that EDC where we all came together <laughs> in the pack. Dude. Like mm, a little squirrely here. We're all. <laughs> We all take it easy, and then those fights started breaking out. It's like, a hey, hey, nut to butt, no room to mu- go anywhere. Nothing. I was like, what are you doing, guys? You got somebody in a wheelchair. It's like, hey, I I can't move. Clearly, I can't walk. Definitely can't move. I'd be like, I'll, I can move if you're willing to be a battering ram. That was the first time in my life, just for everyone listening. So when we were leaving EDC, we were crammed together like a can of sardines. First time in my life I've ever looked around at a group of people and went, I could get out of here, and I could walk on some skulls to get out of here. But then <laughs> I, I remembered. Like was it wasn't just me. not the butt going one way. It was not the butt from people coming from different directions. And it, it was the worst Tokyo problems. intersection of L.A. jam traffic. It was terrible. EDC, everybody, plur. EDC, plur. plur. Sorry, sorry, plur. plur. Elbow to the face, plur. Sorry, sorry. excuse me. Excuse me, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You just look down to your right, there's like a 
five foot four chick next to you, like terrified, and you're like, Dude, "That was the thing. I had just a <laughs> chain of girls around me that I'm trying to like father him and keep. Abby's holding on to me dear life, and these other girls were slamming into. I was, if I can make everybody laugh for a little bit, we can get through this. I felt a lot of tenseness in our area specifically. I'm like, I'm just gonna let everyone know we're all in this together. Fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. <laughs> as long as we believe in the mustard, we <laughs> can rise. You too can rise above it. Now give me ten percent of your daily salary. <laughs> we gotta buy more mustard. Give me ten percent. <laughs> that could also be a good follow, good follow up video to the asking questions. So you do these on and off, right? The next video is going up to people's houses and ask for 10% of their mustard. 10%. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sir. Excuse me, sir. Have you given 10% to the mustard seed monster? And you take one of those buckets, like, uh, you know, when we were kids and you used to get a, just a fucking giant amount of great value ice cream. And they always had little buckets. For some reason, my parents would save the plastic bucket with the red good bucket good bucket bucket. it's solid bucket and you're getting five pounds of ice cream for three dollars it's what you put the chalk in that you use to decorate outside with exactly (laughs) that's what you collect the mustard in so you just go to the houses and ask them to score 10 percent of their mustard does it matter the mustard the spicier the better (laughs) ma'am and you start showing up every sunday every sunday yeah you just (laughs) For, oh, for months, you commit. You commit. And, and that and when you come back, the mustard, the container's empty. It's, it's not like you're sitting there and they're like, where is he taking the mustard? You know? People start asking questions and you just got the same answer. What's the mustard for? It's for God. It's for God. You do this for months. You commit for months. And I think right around month three, month four, they're going to know you're coming. Of course, they know this by month one. You start getting jars of mustard. They're like, oh, jars. I'm going to pay you more. Here's here's 100% of a mustard in my How mustard. How much mustard do you think you could, could collect, honestly? I would say probably every one out of 15 to 20 will give you mustard houses. One you, out of 15, 20. But – It'll start narrowing down because they'll get, give you a no. That first Sunday, you're going to get a lot of no's. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Because it's like anything, right? You give your ties, you get a lot of no's. But you start repeating it. You're like, that kid's going to come back. Let's just How let's many just weeks nice. until, you, until you break people? Because you're going to have uh, that emotional arc of like, okay, what are you doing? You're weird. Leave me the fuck alone. I've already told you. And then... Uh, what do I got to do to make you go away? Okay, it's giving you mustard. Just and then somehow you're all the way back to the top, and they just buy extra mustard for you. Just, hey, if I give you this whole jar, can you not come back for a couple of weeks? You know what? I'll do that for you, sir. I won't come back for a couple of weeks. Your donation is very thoughtful. The Lord only wants 10%. Only so 10%. you can actually just give me 10%, and I'll just come back <laughs> next week. But I, I understand. So I don't want to, you to come back next week. I, you I'll, need I'll your mustard, too? I understand it. So is the whole. Understand. <laughs> oh, how about just give me instead of the whole mustard, you give me fifty percent, fifty percent of it, and I'll come back next week, and we'll get the other fifty percent, <laughs> whatever you don't use. <laughs> they're like, you're on <laughs> murder mysteries. <laughs> Man dies by drowning in mustard. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We just had to go down that. We had to but change then, that <laughs> hole. <laughs> One more, though. Just like every religion has its counter, the ketchup man starts coming around. <laughs> you do a take on the Jehovah's Witnesses. There's only so much room in heaven, and it's for those that collect the most mustard, ketchup, and mayonnaise. <laughs> so you, you have. Give me, you don't give me the mustard. You're going to go to hell. You know what's in hell? Ketchup. 
Mm-hmm. No mayo. Mayo is in here. What if these are all competing main religions? Like yeah, that, you go, Christianity, you go to Islam, um, Buddhism. That's those are your gods. So you start canvassing. <laughs> there's a long play here. Where you canvass these neighborhoods for months, and then you give it a break, <laughs> and then you switch. You have three people <laughs> canvassing neighborhoods. And so you do it like three months relentlessly, and then you give it a month break, and then the mustard person goes over to ketchup's territory, and they switch. Yes. <sighs> Sir, this, is, this, this month, we decided to change it up because we have to have an awakening, right? An awakening is here. And so this month, we're collecting ranch. <laughs> you know, our Lord said, stand up to catch up. <laughs> Stand up the ketchup. And on the third day, the mustard seed grounded. I feel like we're on to something, buddy. Back up the ketchup. Back up the ketchup. Well, uh, speaking of ketchup condiments, I got to wind up, wind down. Did we get any topics covered that you wanted to talk about? I don't I don't know that we did. Two of them. I was going to say not a fucking one of them. Two of them. <laughs> two out of ten. Not bad. Um, Pretty good. I feel good about it. I, I really needed that. That was good for my soul. And hopefully for all you watching and listening, that was good for your soul. I hope it was for good for y- y'all's soul. I'm looking forward to Mexico tomorrow. Yeah, going dude, to it's going to be a fun trip. Nice place called uh, Secrets is the resort name. I really hope there's uh, like a gar- resort. It's all inclusive, so probably. <laughs> a little vibrating bed action. Man, I hope there's some like the military there that's like, standing out there with the AKs. I'm just going to talk. Up, I'm going to go talk to those guys. I'm going to get a few beers in me and be like, hey, man, how many like cartel you taking down? Are you part of the cartel? And you're just working on like. I'm gonna go try to have a full blown. They're like, "Oh, me no speak English." I'm gonna be like, "You're holding that gun. You speak English. I know you do." <laughs> There's some English words gonna come out. They'll say something. They'll they'll figure it out. They'll figure, figure it out. out. You'll figure it out. I'm looking forward to it. Well, um, hey, you know what else you could figure out, Dylan? The mustard man. Hmm. No, we figured that out for you. Hey, if y'all want to figure out how to follow us so you never miss an episode, hit the subscribe button, depending on the screen you're looking at. If you're on Spotify, letting us know that you're digging what we're dugging. Um, <laughs> you're digging what leave we're Leave us a review. Yeah, that's what I'm after. It's good for the algorithm. It means we show up on your feed more. Yeah, and test kit plots, get your shit tested. Oh, yeah, if you need a good test kit, I mean a great test kit. Go to testkitplus.com forward slash professional hippies. Um, we get a kickback on that, but I think you also get a promo code for that as well. So enjoy a discount. That. Support and us. That all goes to better editing just for you. Mm. So. All right. We love you guys. Peace.